Hi, this is Stephen Tacey, and you're listening to our 100th podcast show on Where We Don't Art. I want to thank all the listeners out there for making this possible. Thank you so much, everyone. Welcome to Where We Talk Art. This is your host, Victor Gartner. This episode is part two of the 100th episode trilogy. Thanking those who have been part of the podcast, either as a guest, host, co-host, producer, or editor. And we will be talking with Dave Bice, the originator of this podcast and author of the graphic novels Dimensions Volume 1 and the recently released Dimensions Volume 1, the extended version. And we will begin that conversation right after a brief message. This is Partnership for the Arts. Come join us as we explore the world of art. You can find us on our Facebook page at Partnership for the Arts Group Talk Show. Or you can find us on our new website at pftatalkshow.org. PFTA Talk Show is recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. We are back, and through the power of Zoom, we have Dave Bice from his studio in Birmingham, Alabama. Dave, welcome back to Where We Talk Art. Hi, Dave. Hey, Victor. Good to be back with you. Yes, and, and we have a special guest today, don't we, Dave? Yes, we do. We have a person in the studio. Her name is Mary Bice. She is isn't it a remarkable coincidence that she has the same last name as Dave? It is. It's amazing. And the yeah, fact that I, we both live together in Alabama in the same house. Wow. <laughs> you should get married. <laughs> <laughs> and 20... we're having a snow day today. That's why I'm not at work today. So I can join you instead. Oh, well, I hope it's a beautiful snowfall instead of a crummy snowfall. <laughs> it was light but beautiful. Okay, very good. Well, Mary, thank you for for being on the the show today. You know, you do a lot of work for us behind the scenes. Yes, yes, Mary. Why don't you just take a moment or two and tell the listeners what it is that you do to help us out on a regular basis? Okay. Well, behind the scenes, I basically upload the shows from SoundCloud to the website and categorize them, make sure that all the proper categories are checked as far as if you're an author and an educator, a musician, whatever your forms of art may be, and then make sure that they're uploaded properly, all the links are working, and send it off to Dave. Yeah, and all the pictures with the the labels we use for the shows, uh, you create all those too. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of work there for that part of the show. There are many hands involved in producing this show. Mm -hmm. Editing and uh, commercials. You get the guest for the commercials, and then we format them back into the show. And then Mary takes it from there and makes sure that it's distributed, not only to the website, but the other locations that pick it up from there. Yes. And and Mary is the mysterious voice maybe you're hearing when the beginning of the show begins and right. I'm speaking 
part or a sentence or two, and then Mary speaks a sentence or two, and we're going back and forth. And Mary, I have to say that you really have an excellent recording voice. I am very impressed by your voice in that recording. Thank you so much. Actually, I enjoy hearing both of you. I think you both have great, I'll call it a radio voice. (laughs) (laughs) On the podcast. Right. All right. (laughs) The radio voice on the podcast. Dave Dave has just assured me a couple of times that I have a face made for radio. (laughs) Now that's just mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what he means by that, but I'll take it as a compliment. Hmm. That means you're just as handsome as I, because I got the same kind of face. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're in the same boat. All right. Thank you. Okay. So Dave, I was wondering, do we have any idea how many listeners we actually have? Oh, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't know either. It would be it would be a guesstimate on Facebook. We used to actually have a following button that worked before Facebook revamped everything and we lost that. We had a 285k following for the show. That's a good following. That's a good following that really didn't reflect and, and certainly doesn't reflect everyone in every avenue that we have out there because, you know, Mary just mentioned some of the other sites that, that we've got there. But we also have followers of the show that take the show and then they share it on their media and their shows and their links. So we really have no way of tracking mm-hmm. where that show goes. I will right. say and the amount of volume from the comments and the places we get comments back about the show, it literally is worldwide. And it's hard hmm. to track because we have we have several services where That's right. the podcast is published. We have SoundCloud, which I mentioned, Google, Amazon, and Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio is one, and we are adding to these services all the time. Right. Right. And I, I'm, I'm trying to remember here. I know a while back we were contacted from a family that asked permission to transcribe the show into Chinese and they would take it and then send it back to their family members. I'm assuming they're still doing it. So there you go. Oh, wow. That's a lot of work on their part. My goodness. Yeah. Transcribing. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's apparently what they do. Uh, we did give them that permission to share that link. But that's, you know, pretty cool. I mean, we used to uh, we used to have a following like that in Russia, but now that is no longer possible, unfortunately. Good audience worldwide. We hear from people from, from <laughs> far corners of the earth sometimes. So good news. But again, how many people, we really, we have no way of measuring that. You want my replacement do? your replacement <laughs> yeah that would be a good time to do that sure okay okay so on the partnership for the arts website page we have the podcast we have a um, listing posting for the sci-fi verse yes and yes. we also have one for taste of the arts which We launched when we were down in Punta Gorda, where Victor is now living the good life. Uh, (laughs) 
But um, that was before the pandemic and things got a little quiet restaurant wise. We were interviewing chefs. And so we'd like to pick back up with that. And we're looking for someone to host the Taste of the Arts segment. It could be talking with chefs. It could be talking with any kind of foodie. Some universities have cooking classes and other avenues that uh, we would love to publish and get the word out there. So if you're looking for a volunteer opportunity to be a part of the show, this is a place for you. So let us know. Does it matter where the person is located? And no, because we have this wonderful opportunity to use Zoom and other applications where we can actually record remotely and um, publish. Much like mm-hmm. we're doing now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Does the person need to be uh, an educated foodie? No, not educated foodie, just one that enjoys either cooking, growing food. <laughs> Hold on there a second. I, I have to plug in my computer. I'm running Uh-oh. very low on battery. Oh, Uh-oh. please do. <laughs> All right, I am I am plugged in again. Sorry for that interruption, but <laughs> I was running dangerously low. Not, not good. All right, so if people are interested, who are they going to contact and how? They would contact me and they could do that through the website. There is a spot on there for anyone that's interested. You could use the art correspondence page, fill it out there. And then we will set up a time to interview and talk to you and make sure it's a good fit for everybody. And we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. Well, I think there should be a few people out there, to say the least, that would enjoy doing that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, as Mary pointed out, you know, we're all volunteers. So this is a volunteer job, but you get to do the things like we're doing. Like I do the sci-fi show, Victor, you, you do the, where we talk art, except this is based on food and that host can share recipes as well if, if they want. So that's, that's the idea. I think listening to us doing this show and, and how much we enjoy it and how rewarding it is, it'll be a good fit for someone. It would be, they would have a blast. Mm -hmm. There you go. So Victor, It's time for a a round of questions back to you. All right. I am prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Victor, I understand that you had an interesting experience when you were recording show 99. Can you tell us about that? Carmen Legg up in uh, Nova Scotia. Right. Right. Carmen Legg, that name sounds familiar. (laughs) Yes, he is. If you were familiar with that that name, that means you must be a fan of the show, The Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> I love it. They should use that. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> oh, are you a fan? I love the show. Oh, absolutely. Same here. Same here. Um, I, I'm currently watching season 11. So last season, oh season no, 10, no spoiler alerts. Oh, I'm not going to tell you what happened, but I'm just going to say that there, there were lots of opportunities for Carmen Legg to have some screen time and talk about explaining to the folks who found objects that were made out of iron and they didn't know what they were. Some of them were so encrusted in rust 
they was it was just a misshapen blob of rust. And yet they'd call in Carmen and he'd have a pretty good idea what it was. They used this high tech system of being able to do like an X-ray of the object. Mm -hmm. Then they can do a 3D vision of, of the object. They could rotate it 130 degrees vertically, diagonally, horizontally, et cetera. And, and it was just amazing. You could actually see through the rust and son of a gun. He would be right. He knew what it was. Right. 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 From the get go. So anyway, I contacted him one day and told him that I would be going up to Nova Scotia. And, and would he be interested in being interviewed? We had never spoken to uh, a blacksmith before. And that's true. this would be an interesting um, new addition to where we talk art. Plus, I was hoping that I could get a little information out of him during, <laughs> during the interview <laughs> regarding the curse of Oak Island. And he said, <laughs> yes, he would be uh, he would be agreeable to having an interview. So we set up a date and a time. And the, the place is called the Northville Heritage Farm. And the Northville Heritage Farm is something that Carmen and several other people who have retired and had a little extra time on their hands. And they have a ser series of buildings there. And each building has a purpose. You know, one is like a welcome center. Another one is where Carmen has his forge. Another one has all this kind of antique farming equipment, including antique tractors and all kinds of implements. You just wouldn't believe how much they have there. So anyway, they're open on Saturdays and Carmen does some demonstration on, on forging. So our appointment, I think it was maybe a Friday and uh, the place was closed. We went uh -huh. there, it was in the stole around. And then so we heard somebody mowing a lawn and uh, the person sees us and we look over and he stops his mower, comes over. We explain why we're there and see Carmen leg and says, have you ever been here before? Nope, never have. Would you like to see what we have here in the buildings? <laughs> okay, I'll open them up. So <laughs> all of the buildings, and we could just walk through them at our leisure. And uh, we walked through a couple, and then in comes this Corvette, an older, an older Corvette, uh, and uh, out comes Carmen Leg with mm -hmm. his, his blue Corvette, right? Blue Corvette and his that black hat that he has with the wide brim comes out and we introduce ourselves and now you say we oh oh yes my wife and i mm -hmm. my wife is with me my wife nada and we talk for a while and then uh, he says well um uh, let me show you where my forge is so we go over there and then we talk for a while and i say okay well i'm going i'm going to set up all the equipment right now we set the microphones and we'll test the microphones and then when we're sure that the volume is okay we'll begin our interview we'll just we'll just keep on talking and eventually you know I'll, I'll hit the record button and everything should be fine i i understand it didn't quite go as planned it didn't go as planned no <laughs> no it was another curse of oak island oh see there we go <laughs> you should have guessed that was gonna happen <laughs> so, it's <I> true <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm going to stop you right there for a minute. Everyone, it's time to take a break, but we'll be right back. 
Hello, this is Bonnie Walker, the Communications Manager at the Visual Arts Center. Congratulations to Dave and Victor for their 100th episode of Where We Talk Art. Good job, guys. Okay, everyone, we're back. This is Mary, and I am here with Dave and Victor. And Dave, I understand you have a question you'd like to ask Victor next. Right. So, Victor, before the break, we were talking about you starting the interview with Carmen Lag. You had some technical difficulties. You hit that record button, and what happened? I hit the record button, and there's a flat line. There was absolutely nothing coming into the computer from the microphones. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So I said, okay, I'm I'm so sorry, Garmin. You know, I, it's it's probably a very minor issue. Well, let me just recheck everything, all the connections, and you know, let me do what I need to do just to make sure we're everything is perfect. We've got everything turned on. So we go through all of that. <laughs> I hit the button again, flat line, no sound oh coming through. So, <laughs> so now you know I'm trying to act calm, like, oh, this is okay. <laughs> right, I'm right. I have a backup plan, right? <laughs> yeah, my anxiety level's really going up. <laughs> so then I say, Carmen, you know, I've got a I've got a solution here. I've got two computers and we can talk to each other through Zoom. You okay. can be, you can be like another room away. And so our computers don't cause feedback with one another with the microphones and talk to each other through the through the screens and the microphones. So how did that go? So how did that go? Well, he said, um, we don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I said, I said, well, we could we could just hook up uh, into your your computer system. Uh, no, the system is shut down. It only goes on Saturdays, and I'm not the person who starts it. And it. <sighs> so I'm running out of ideas now. Now I'm getting really nervous. All right. 3,000 miles to meet this man and interview him, and now nothing works. <laughs> so, so I say, Carmen, I've got I've got this app called Easy Recorder. Let's let's give it a try. I'll just put this my cell phone here on the table in front of us, and we'll just both sit side by side, facing the phone, and and let's let's just talk for a moment, and then we'll see if it's recording. He says, Oh, sure, we can do that. So we recorded for about a minute and I said, okay, let's see what it sounds like. I hope it was recorded. And it did. And it sounded much better than I thought it was going to sound. Yeah, Victor, that came out incredibly well for doing it off of your cell phone. I know. I know. I was saying, how how could this be? This, this one little phone with this tiny little microphone sound as good as it did. But yeah. it did. So so we did the interview and it was a good interview. Mm -hmm. um, he, he'd like to talk about uh, oxen. That's one of his uh, passions besides, besides blacksmithing. And he wrote a book called The Raising, Training, and Care of Oxen. And I, I think he wrote that book 10 years ago. And he said he's very pleased with the sales in wow. Canada and in the US. So he's he's very proud of that. And as far as the the blacksmithing goes, well he does a blacksmithing for 
for demonstration on Saturdays, but um, he also will have people come and see him for maybe a single day or, or, or three day workshop, whatever, and get some hands-on training on how to use the forge and make simple tools. I asked him about the curse of Oak Island. <laughs> and, and he said, well, you know, I, I can't give you any inside information. Oh, rats. That's oh. yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's said, right. Carmen, I didn't think that you could, but if if there's something that wouldn't be breaking the rules that you can tell us, we'd love to hear it. And he said, no, I'm afraid you're going to have to wait until they release season 11. Right. And, uh, so that's. <laughs> That's the scoop there. So I, I didn't I didn't get any goodies about what's going on here. <laughs> sounds However, like another trip is sounds like another trip. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so he was a wonderful gentleman to talk to. He really is a very ed educated man. He self-educated. You know, he didn't he, he loves to read. And he said that he's obsessive compulsive in that when he's faced with a challenge of knowing what something is or how it was made or where it comes from, he says he will do research until he gets the answer. Right. He just won't shrug his shoulders and say, I, I don't know. You're going to find the answer sooner or later. And I, I know from that interview you did with him, he explains a lot about that background and, and his research and the time he gets before he goes on the show when he's actually there. And I'm just going to say for anybody that, that hasn't listened to the show, go listen to the show. <laughs> you get the rest of the that's details. Good advice. Yeah. You know, go to the show and you'll know the rest of the details because Victor, every year annually, you and your wife take a trip back up North and yes. you take the show on the road with you. Yes, I do. And it's fun to meet people. So there's no reason why I can't meet some more people as we're traveling and, and make use of that time because there are interesting people everywhere and there are artists everywhere. Exactly. Well, it's an avenue to be able to, you know, break the ice, so to speak, and, and get to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Usually somebody, somebody is a facilitator. Like I'll go somewhere and, you know, I'll, I'll talk about the podcast a little bit. And I go, well, you know, I know this really interesting person who lives outside of town here. And, you know, I, I can call that person and, you know, set up a meeting if you'd like. I go, hey, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm in for that. And so that's how I've gotten some of the interviews. You just, just by chance. Right. And, and it's worked out well. I don't see a, a need to change the formula. So, yeah, it's working well. Yes, obviously. Another question I've got, because I've heard the edited versions for the most part, once they're ready to post. But uh, before we wrap up, I'm just curious, what was the worst moment you can think of when you were recording the show? Oh, did you say the worst moment? Well, I'm sure <laughs> you're... I mean, worse you than the equipment. Narrow it down. Working? Uh, top three. I don't know. Um, I I would say 
I would say one particular show where there was just a whole lot of noise going on for whatever reason. There were noisy people outside the studio, even though I had mentioned to them that we were recording. I showed them the illuminated lights that say <laughs> recording in session. And they go, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, so yeah. Five minutes later, it's the same group out there laughing again and carrying on. Right? <laughs> and then, then somebody starts the washing machine, the, the clothes washing machine, which is in the next room. Oh, right. Next to the library. Yes. 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 Start, starts the washing machine, even though the lights were on. <laughs> <laughs> in session. Illuminated Please. sign. And you actually have to go past that sign to get into that utility room. <laughs> yes. Yes. You have to get past the recording sign to get into the utility room. <laughs> Now, there are no signs outside the window, so the lawnmowers don't know that I'm recording, and they probably didn't care anyway. Yeah, they're you on know. their own schedule. Sorry yes. about your lawn. They're on, their, they're on their lawnmower tractors going back and forth. Weed eating. <laughs> it's, it's hard to deal with that. Sometimes you just have to hit the pause button and wait for it to end. Yeah. yeah. But all in all, most sessions are quiet. Most sessions, people are are careful. Well, you know, after your recount of the fiasco with recording with <laughs> arm and leg, anything sounds pretty good, right? It's important to get sound recorded one way or another. Yeah. You got it done. Well, Victor? Yes, sir. We have another special guest that is going to join us for part three of the Ooh. show. I have an idea who that it could be. But yes, we're going to keep that uh, quiet for part two. Going into part three, it will be, I think it'll be a lot of fun when our when our special guest joins us here for our But The 100th episode show. Yes. And the person who you're talking about has a really good personality. So right. Well, we'll notch up that fun level a little bit. Yep. I have no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. So definitely make sure and check that out. Listen to show 99. Mm -hmm. If you haven't heard it, you need to. Thanks for listening to part one and part two of the 100th episode. So, believe it or not, folks, yes, we are talking really and truly about a trilogy here. Mm -hmm. One, two, and three. And and they will be probably distributed, uh, released one after another relatively quickly in a short amount of time, I'm thinking. So that that's that's going to be new for us too because usually we release one recording and and then it's two weeks and we release another one but this is going to be a bit compressed. So listeners, we thank you once again for listening to this podcast. We can't do it without you. If there were no listeners, there'd be no sense in doing the show. And we feel like we are doing something that's worthwhile and we hope that you feel that way also. So Dave and Mary, thank you so much for being with us today and looking forward to doing part three very soon. Yes. Yes, Victor. Thank you again. And now I'm out of coffee, so we're going to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. We are done with part two. So join us next week for the final part of the 100th episode trilogy. Until then, my friends, be well.
Hi, this is Stephen Tacey. Thank you for listening to the 100th episode. Everyone, it's been a great time. Can't thank you enough.